Hello everybody, welcome to the Dollcast. This is episode number three. Um, on the job front, I am still unemployed, which is incredibly irritating. Probably, I don't know, as bad for you as it is for me. I had a couple of interviews last week, but I'm still waiting to hear from them. If you read the blog, uh, you might know that I've been dicked about basically by a company which I obviously cannot name. Um, be it today um, that it is actually the 27th. It's four weeks since I had my first face to face interview. Um, I've had since then, before that, I had two phone interviews, a face to face interview then another phone interview and a week ago i had a second face-to-face interview the company still haven't made their mind up i don't know if i'm being i I really don't know what the problem is because supposedly there's positive feedback but it's just no obviously i'm not good enough what i'm saying is like i don't know five interviews it is absolutely ridiculous considering that the post is not even for a directorship or anything like that i like i wish um but no and the other one, well, it's the same, I don't know, good feedback, but still haven't heard back again, actually, they want to see somebody else. So hopefully, I don't know whether if that works against me or if it works in my favor, I really don't know anymore. Um, so yeah, well, 27th of November, I, I don't know, in the world, but like plenty of things have happened in the world recently. Um, a lot of things I can't really say because probably what I think could make me liable or I don't know, I could get this thing banned, I don't know, I decide, anyway, like loads of really stupid things. Um, the one thing that I remember that I found quite funny from the news recently, it was um, the fact that the government was going to get uh, super nanny powers um, to deal with people with asbos. I'm not entirely sure, basically, from the government, like, I don't know, the cabinet has just been sitting down watching television and considering the success that Jamie Oliver's dinners had, probably they decided, well, you know what, actually, like, I don't know, the dinners, the Jamie Oliver dinners worked out alright, why don't we get the super nannies? So hopefully early next year, before Tony Blair goes, they're gonna get Trini and Susanna from What Not To Wear, or whatever it's called, their new show, to sort out the chaps in the country. So we get, I don't know, something to look forward, more celebrities getting involved in policing the country, which is just what we need. Um, amongst other things, I couldn't help noticing, I've seen the advert several times, it's for people in the UK as well. Um, the new Marks and Spencer's advert, there is a, like, I don't know, there is this huge party in the Arctic, snowmobile thing is, I don't know, fantastic anyway. The matter thing is, like, if anybody thought that JK from Jamiroquai was a big, big headed, it's like his head is that big that they can fit a whole fucking party having Shirley Bassey singing for an entire crowd. And it's like, I don't know, look at the end of the advert or at the beginning of the advert when they show the actual building where they're holding the party. It is JK's hat and is the one actually on the greatest hits of Jamiroquai's cover. So if you just kind of like, I don't know, look at both things next time you see them, and you'll see anyway. So, um, what else in the news? Well, the typical getting close to Christmas, and it's about the lottery scams. The people get called, and it's like, oh, you won the lottery in Australia. 
and you won eight million dollars so if you give us twenty thousand pounds we'll send the eight million dollars over to you and people this is like i don't know to be honest with you i would like to think that is extremely tragic and it is quite sad that people get ripped off and you like i don't know so of an old woman that sold her house and paid fuck knows how much money of this lottery that she won the simplest thing like i don't know why i haven't got any sympathy or very little sympathy whatsoever is the fact that you're a home in the uk or wherever the fuck you live but you're a home and you get a call from a country that I don't know if you've been to or at least if you've been in the last few days to buy a lottery ticket for the actual draw that took place the previous week you get a call from that country telling you hey you've won the prize but you gotta give me some money so I can send it back to you I like I don't know you gotta be so fucking dim and like as well at the same time incredibly naive to just go ahead and say kind of like oh yeah okay yeah let me send you some money oh yeah kerching we're in the money um i i don't know i just find it incredibly frustrating that time and time again they have to have it in the news because people are getting ripped off i'm sorry but television time could be wasted in far worse things than that like i don't know give an extra half hour to standards for coronation street but don't tell me about stupid naive people getting mugged in that way i don't know it just doesn't do it for me i just have no sympathy in that case i feel bad for them but at the same time they they fell for it they deserve it i'm really sorry recently I was thinking about like I don't know the differences like other things to share with you about the differences between Mexico and the UK though some of them are incredibly obvious some of them are like I don't know you'd be surprised at the similarities um one thing that I found incredibly funny um you've noticed I swear a lot um, that is part of Mexico really we swear a lot uh, my excuse is that I've like I don't know if you can call that I've got a command of the language in English it's basically that I don't know I feel so comfortable with it that I made it my own and I swear as I would swear in Spanish so I made the language my own um, the funniest thing is like I don't know a couple of times people have said that like I don't know that I was swearing a bit too much so I, I've tried to stop several times I think I'm, I'm much better now than what I used to be like um, but the funniest thing is in Mexico even though it's a very religious country and predominantly Catholic um saying the name of the christian savior is actually i don't think people consider it blasphemy or is not actually as offensive as it is here um and you get like i don't know old ladies that when they hear something and, ins and people instead of swearing they'd go jesus maria y jose and cross themselves and this is like i don't know this is priceless like i i always saw it as something harmless and the funniest thing is when somebody told me that I was swearing too much, instead of saying shit, bollocks, fuck, fucking hell, or things like that, I was saying the name of this, like, I don't know, <laughs> religious icon. Um, and the funniest thing is that I was actually upsetting a lot more people uh, than when I was swearing. Um, so after that, I think I just gave up. 
Um, but now I am trying not to blaspheme because it really upsets some people and especially a good friend of mine. Um, so yes, that's one way I don't piss him off. Well, recently I was flicking through a supermarket magazine that we picked up when we did the groceries and it's like i don't know obviously everybody's focused on christmas and especially like i don't know um, one thing that is really annoying that is like especially they focus on women losing weight um which actually i think we could all do with losing a bit of weight but funny thing they had this list that is 10 ways to lose the last seven pounds and i'm just going to read you the headlines and kind of like a bit of it from one to ten cut down on carbs or whatever slip yourself slim this one is one of my favorites if you can stop yourself snacking in front of the tv go to bed early <laughs> you can't fucking stop yourself from eating that you have to send yourself to sleep that is i don't know i just find that really really scary that there is people that don't have enough control over themselves <laughs> that they have to go to sleep so that they don't binge eat themselves to tears and then to sleep another one hide the snacks cut out the fat that's number four cut out the fat that should have been number one another one fidget because supposedly if you fidget you can burn up to an extra 350 calories a day fair enough i don't know just probably don't wipe your bottom properly or or when you take a shower or a bath don't scrub your bottom properly so you get a bit itchy and you, i can guarantee you'll be fidgeting all fucking day long and that, like, I don't know, probably you'll even burn over 350 calories, you never know. Um, try that one, actually. If you want to lose some weight, try that one. Get in touch. Let me know if you lose any weight. I think there's only probably four people, including myself, listening to this. But you and I know who needs to lose some weight. Piggy. So please do so. And let me know if you'd lose any. Um, number six. Quick fix. And is something about, like, leak soup, but it's just boiling a kilogram of leeks, drinking the water um, as a soup and then snacking on the leeks sounds disgusting that would put you off eating in general so yes you would lose some weight ban the booze that one fair enough i don't know good point because yeah you can just with beer as a man i can tell you or anyway with spirits if you drink spirits and mixers you're fucked but this one is like this woman says that in two weeks of not drinking, she can drop a dress size. And as well, like another thing, not very ladylike, not only is alcohol full of calories, duh, it also makes that kebab or slab of chocolate seem a, like a really good idea. Well, I don't know, I, I just thought about it. I, kebabs are for men. I don't mean to be sexist, but kebabs are for men. We look bad enough, but we can just get away with it because we're fucking brute and uncivilized and we do stupid things eating a kebab is perfectly rational as a man you have to have one at least once a year another one number eight which was quite late in the list go to the gym that makes a bit of sense uh, number nine mini detox and it's like a weekend of just drinking water and then just like having salads and i don't know it sounds painful and then cheating 
that is not really to lose weight but just improve your posture and you look slimmer simple as this like I don't know probably they had a spare page and they came up with 10 ways to do this but if they asked me it would have been just simple two ways to lose the last seven pounds or three ways one stop eating so much shit two try and go to the toilet more often and three fucking exercise that's as simple as that the three ways to lose the extra pounds and why don't you try doing that all year round rather than crying yourself to sleep before christmas because you can't fit onto that fucking clothes you had last year As I mentioned earlier, um, last week I had a couple of interviews, and it was alright, but the funniest thing, one thing that I've thought about, and it's quite frustrating, is the fact that actually my least productive days, or actual weeks, um, in the trade of looking for a job, tend to be the weeks or days when I have an interview, because even if they're like, I don't know if they schedule first thing in the morning, I'll get back home just before lunchtime, which it still gives me enough time to, like, I don't know, look at the emails and apply for jobs and things like that, but you come back and personally I feel so nervous coming out of the interview that I'm just thinking, where did I fuck it up, um, oh, I should have answered this, I should have answered that, and things like that, so it's like, I don't know, I'm so nervous that I'm just going through the emails quickly and applying for jobs, but not really going into that much detail to see whether if I should apply for the job or not um, and then even worse for example last week it was good but it was about the fact that I had two interviews I had one on Tuesday and one on Thursday so I actually managed to like I don't know pretty close to fuck up my entire week for applying jobs and then as well I had a call from a temping agency on the Monday no on the Tuesday afternoon uh, and they asked me, oh, are you free tomorrow? And it's like, yeah, I am free tomorrow, but I'm, I've, I've got an interview on Thursday, so I can't make it. Oh, no, sorry, we needed somebody for the two days, and so now we'll give you a call next week, then, if we have anything. So, having an interview to get a job stopped me from doing some paid work, which is just, like, I don't know, it's incredibly ironic and incredibly frustrating, but that's the way it goes. It's just, I don't know. It sometimes gets on top of me, really. And as much as I'm enjoying doing the dollcasts and writing the dollscom diaries, I probably wish as much as you do for this to finish soon. It's just like, I don't know, it's becoming too much. I want to get a job. I'm tired of having no money and just spending my day here, half a day, applying for jobs. Some of them I'm not really skilled or... Are, I don't want to sound like a twat, but are less than, like, I don't know, than what I expect to do or what I expect to earn. But I need a job, so I'm, I'm not being fussy now, really. But there you go. It's just crazy. Like, just waiting around at home, and it's like, I don't know, half a day, I'll look for a job. Then the other half, I'll either update the Dollscom Diaries or read or play the bass or, like, I don't know, I do watch some television, but not much. Um, I've kept it down at lunchtime, like it's the news in the morning, um, and then at lunchtime would be neighbors and doctors.
that has to be seen. I'm completely addicted to them. And then in the evenings, well, obviously, like, I don't know, The Simpsons and Hollyoaks. And every night again, I have to watch EastEnders. I just get hooked into it. I hate it. And I love watching it because I can slag it off as I'm watching it. Which it gives me so much happiness. It's just, it's brilliant. Um, but to give you an idea how bored I am, not only that I'm recording podcasts and writing a journal online, but twice in the last couple of weeks, once I had a call to talk about my energy supplier and I spent on the phone answering every single question that the girl asked me and gave feedback and this and that. For at the end of it, even though when she told me that I could save about a hundred pounds a year if I switched suppliers, I just said no and if she could post it over so that I could read it at home later. And today I had one person calling regarding, um, I think it was an accident insurance, and instead of going kind of like, no, look, you know, I'm not interested, I sit online, like on the phone, for about 15-20 minutes answering her questions, and she was ready to just turn the switch on, I would get the insurance cover immediately, and then she could send things in the post and I could cancel it within 30 days. Uh, but I waited like on the line answering patiently to her questions for about 15-20 minutes. So at the time when it came to it, she was like, so do you want us to do this now? I just kind of like, no, I don't think I should really. And she had to put the phone down. That's how bored I am. But apart from doing this and taking your time and boring the shit out of you, I'm actually answering to those calls and going through the whole thing with them. It's just bad. It's, it's reducing me so badly. It is shocking. And the last two things that I'm going to give to you today, tonight, this afternoon, I don't know, uh, whenever you're listening to it, is basically about secrets and I am very good at keeping secrets, I don't know, a lot of people trust me, and rightly so, they can trust me with their secrets, and they'll tell me their secrets, and I I swear, I won't tell them to anybody, that is, if I see you constantly, or frequently enough, but (laughs) if I don't see you for probably a period of over four or five months and I'm not gonna see you for a while or it's very unlikely that I'll see you again I do tell the secrets but I like I don't know at least I make sure to tell the secrets if it's people that know you it's people that know you but like me won't see you again or won't see you in a very long time so it is quite safe and we can all giggle like well not all I I generally just tell them to one person at a time and I don't tell the same like the same secret to two same like to two people so it is kind of safe it'll go down with them anyway um yeah I I tell people secrets I told my wife while we were traveling a secret of a good friend of mine uh, and it was just because I was incredibly bored and I remember that it was quite tragic secret really 
I told my wife and she knows it and she hasn't said anything because I know she won't but now whenever she looks at my friend she's just kind of like <laughs> but she doesn't know the biggest one so don't worry you know who I'm talking about I know if you're listening yes it's you but it's not that secret not that one it's a different way it's not as bad as the one that you're thinking it's not ooh, I think kind of like oh gross but it's a mm, kind of like mm, I don't know really um so don't worry it's not that one <laughs> I'm talking about secrets um this mate and I actually always no, it's not him, haha, <laughs> well, no, yeah, it is your mate, but it's not the, the secret. I'll clarify this in person, but it's not that one. It's a different one. It's the one that you were shocked that I remembered for a long time. Now you know. Okay, brilliant. Um, so, yes, anyway. Um, about secrets, this is related, but um, a good friend of mine and I, go to the pub and every now and again either at a pub or at a gig be it independently or if we're together we always seem to at some point or every now and again attract freaks and freaks will come and talk to us and I don't know if we look friendly enough that people just approach us at gigs what happens to me I'm pretty sure that it's the same thing with this guy it's like when you have a drunk or somebody of their fucking head shouting things and they can like bump into you and say sorry and because you don't shoo them away like a dirty dog and you just kind of like smile and nod at them kind of like ah don't worry it's alright they start talking to you and because I don't have the heart to just tell them fuck off I'm trying to watch this gig they just stay there and it kind of like becomes a pain in the arse because then they talk to you for the rest of the gig and you didn't really pay to talk to a drunk, so it's a bit annoying. Eventually they walk off. Um, but twice what's happened to us is the freaks at our local pub come and sit at our table and start talking to us. Um, the first time that that happened, it was this guy, young guy, sat down and after about like three or five minutes started making racist jokes. Um, which is funny enough considering that I'm foreign and I told him I was like look you know what mate like I'm really sorry but don't come up with that shit because I'm foreign oh it's alright I was born in New Zealand I was like that doesn't make it right either so he continued and like I don't know just loads of shit and this and that and then he was kind of like oh so how do you how do you use people in Spanish so I told him a couple but he was like he was seriously pissed he was drinking the pints quicker than if they were water it was I don't know it was unbelievable um so I started telling him kind of like oh you say it like this you say it like this you say it like this and repeating 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 and he didn't get it and he was so pissed that there was no way that he was going to remember it anyway for the next day or for any other time so I just told him kind of like oh you know what don't worry about it before you go I'll write it down for you you know like no I can't read I made somebody just kind of like giggle kind of like <laughs> yeah right he went like what and he was like, sorry? He was like, no, I can't fucking read. He was like, oh, okay. And he continued on, yeah, actually, he couldn't read, which is quite tragic. Shocked, really. Um, that a person, I don't know, he was like in his mid-twenties, probably something like that. But in the UK, even even growing up in New Zealand or in the UK, it's like another guy couldn't read or write. And he, he was a freak. 
he it, like I'm not saying because he was illiterate. He was a racist, ignorant prick. Um, afterwards, obviously, my mate and I can like make jokes about him, and yeah, it is quite funny. Uh, especially text messages all misspelled, saying "faggot who reads this," but all misspelled. Um, and it's like I can't spell it because I can't read or write. Um, obviously, write said as in like spelled as in correct. Um, but anyway, it's it's funnier to read the text message. Um, and the most recent one, my um, mate and I were at a pub, and we were watching. Well, there was the match of um, Cardiff QPR. That's irrelevant, but it's just to give you a rough idea of the dates if you follow football in the UK Championship. Um, we were sitting and they served food at this pub, and then one guy came over and said, kind of like, oh, do you guys mind if I sit at this table? I, I just ordered some food. So we just went, kind of like, oh, yeah, that's fine. He came along and sat down, and he was just kind of like, all oh, right, okay. He sat down, kind of like, his food got there, started talking to us, and he seemed quite alright, he seemed fairly normal, um, nothing too freaky, but it was just alright, and then he continued talking to us, and kind of like, he started feeling comfortable, and he just started getting worse and worse, and like, I don't know, making some comments and so on, and it's just kind of like, alright, he's just a bit pissed, leave it, um, and he turns to me, and he's like, you got a girlfriend? I'm kind of like, no, I'm married, fucking waste of time. I was like, sorry? Fucking waste of time. I was like, oh, uh, well, uh, really? He's like, yeah. Alright, well, I'm quite happy, thank you. Ah, I was married for 17 years. Fucking waste of time. Got divorced recently. Best fucking thing I've done in my life. Well, good for you, mate. If it's working out, fucking brilliant. Yeah, good for you. Ah, you know what, now. I get this girlfriend, she's young and she's really, really fit. Well, good for you, mate, it's working out. Me and my mate just kind of like encouraging him, kind of like, oh, brilliant, yeah, result. You've done a right, fella. Um, I just was kind of like, you know, not only is she really fit, but she's filthy. I mean, I just froze, kind of like, I don't know, with the pints, be like halfway between the table and her mouth, just kind of like frozen there, kind of like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, she's fucking filthy. I'm, I'm telling you, she's disgusting. She's so dirty. My mate and I are just kind of like, how do we get out of this one? It's just kind of like, this is getting a bit awkward. And he was like, you want to know how filthy she is? I just kind of like went quiet and shook my head a little bit. Kind of like, not really. And I, I think probably I squinted or grimaced or something. And I'm like, let me tell you how filthy she is. I pissed in her mouth. And he said it like that. We're fucking huge grin on his face. About five people around our table just looked at him and they looked at us afterwards in disgust as if we were all sharing kind of like, I don't know, private kinky stories. <laughs> and he went kind of like, oh yeah, pissed in her mouth. And she pissed on me. It was like, I don't know, it was a fucking classic. And then my mate just trying to be, I, I, I don't know why, I think we were both a bit scared probably. Um, but then trying to be friendly, my mate kind of like, I don't know, asked him, oh, where, where do you live? And he was like, oh, just two blocks from here. And it's now in the town next door to mine. So I walked there to meet up with him. And this guy was kind of like, oh, you're two blocks from here. How about you? And he asked me, and I was like, oh, no, I live in the next town. He went to my mate, oh, do you live here? And he's like, yeah, 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 I live around the corner. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mate went, kind of like, oh, so, so where do you live then? I'm not fucking telling you. 
<laughs> Imagine I just kind of like smiled at him. He goes like, I oh, don't know, really, where do you live? You said two blocks from here. No fucking telling you. Alright, because I, I live on Lesbourne Road. How about you? So I'm not fucking telling you. I don't want you to fucking come to my house. I knock on the door. And it's like, no, nah, believe me, mate. Believe me, mate. I'm not going to do that. Don't worry about it. Where do you live? No fucking telling you. Like he, he was just like that. He was such a fucking prick. Um, and we always seem to bump across, like, I don't know, all these people. Which is just fantastic. It's legendary. I don't know. It makes us laugh every now and again. It scares the shit out of us at moments when they're there. But, yeah. And now back to secrets. Um, it is related. I'm not just talking shit. Um, regarding the secrets, this guy as well started going on about shit about like how he was in the navy, and then once he blew the brains of somebody trying to mug him in South Africa. I can't remember if it was meant to be Joburg or Cape Town. I don't know. Supposedly, like not only that, it's quite sick, really. Um, not only that, he as well said that. Basically, the coppers, when they eventually turned up, congratulated him, and they were all laughing and joking. I really hope that didn't happen in every single aspect. I just really hope that thing didn't take place. But anyway, and then he goes, kind of, oh, you're Indonesian. He was like, oh, let me tell you what. I'm going to show you a secret. And I'm kind of, uh, I don't really want to know. Really, I, I was expecting for him to tell me that his girlfriend as well had shut in his mouth or something like that. Um, but he kind of like and pulled me closer, which was really uncomfortable. Um, and then he got uh, too close to my ear, basically, and he was like, "Yeah, but you can't tell anybody." And I just kind of like sort of adverts of when I was a kid warning you about pedophiles that really actually brought the fear of God in me and he went and told me this secret from the Navy which he couldn't admit to it because he signed the, like, the National Secrets Act um, and it has to do with a place that it's actually an arsenal and the funny thing is like he told me this secret that I've heard of probably about another five or six people that have never been in the army and not only that he tell me that I'm, I'm sure that probably it's been up on the internet so many times that it's pretty much common knowledge and he told me this secret and he was like yeah but, but, but I'm touching his nose but don't tell anyone and I was like oh, I already knew that he was like really who fucking told you I was like can't fucking tell you it's a fucking national secret So yes, um, I think this is more than enough, I don't know, it's way too long now, this dollcast. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Um, please do listen, if, if you downloaded this, listen till the end. Please leave a vote, like I don't know, just grade it, or make a comment or something. Please let me know what you think, I, I actually do care to know what you people think. Even though the only reviews I've received... Um, from some friends are that I sound like a cunt, which I actually already knew that. So if you're gonna write to that, just say kind of like, oh, you're the same as your friends. If not, tell me if there is something you'd like to hear. Um, I had this thing about people emailing me questions, but I emailed a few friends. Nobody could be asked to send me any questions. Um, and it is very difficult for me to do it on my own. I, I thought about recruiting somebody else to give me a hand um, and do this, so it's not so just one-sided but I, I can talk to somebody about it but I thought 
of all the people that I know that would do it, that are appropriate to do it, they're actually employed. So it would be a bit of a scam to have an employed, like a fully employed person um, to take part in the doll casts. And I thought about, like, I don't know, the local people around, like, the area that are unemployed. And some of them, it doesn't matter what time I record it, they've been drinking for hours. This is irrelevant of the time of the day. They've been drinking for hours, though I might make it funny. They're not that fond on foreigners, and probably if they were aware that I'm foreign, that I'm on the door, it'll just confirm their fears, and then probably the town that I live and my photo would be in the cover of the Times or the News of the World. So keep Britain safe, and let me know your feedback, and I hope you're well, and I shall see you soon. Okay, well, pleasure, and take care, and goodbye.